Hello, and welcome to Burridge and Tom Talk Tech. I am Tom, and this is... Burridge! With a sore throat, because I'm You didn't talk talking... over me for it this week. I Yay! didn't, I know, we got it right. <laughs> With well, a sore throat, because I keep talking. I can't stop talking. What's going wrong this week, Burridge? In the world of technology. Well... Everything. Oh, everything. But let's start with uh, let's start with your review, I guess, or uh, uh, yes, the Raspberry Pi four one gig model because that's the models that Tom has purchased. So yes, let let I'll, I'll let you take it away, friend. So, as we have spoken about several times over the past few weeks, Raspberry Pi fours are a thing, and I bought two of the one gig models. One of them to run OctoPrint on my 3D printer so that I don't have to leave my PC running bloody Cura all day. Which means I can actually play video games and not have it impacted. And the other one is running OpenHab, which is... Burrows will probably like, won't like this because it's, uh, it's wrong. It's a wrong and Oh no. <laughs> it's running OpenHab. Which is, uh, basically it's an operating system that allows me, should, in theory, allow me to connect my Philips Hue and my Google Home and any other smart home devices I get together in basically one big fancy thing. But yeah, that is currently what my things are doing. My Raspberry Pis. Um, honestly... I thought I had two not non-working units, but it turns out there was something wrong with the way Etchy was writing the operating system, so I just put Raspbian on both of them and just done the, the other way of doing things, which is sudo apt get whatever I need and a bunch of other stuff. Made me sad. But do well. We're here now, and my access point's flushing various colours at me. So, uh, it's gone well overall, would you say? <laughs> um, the Raspberry Pi stuff has, yes. The Cisco stuff that I'm currently working on is being a bit of a pain, but that's Cisco for you. <laughs> yes. Nice. Okay, well, that's Tom's little mini-review of the Raspberry Pi 4. It works. Twelve out of ten would recommend to a friend, unless you unless your friend has like zero patience and can't be bothered to Google why it's not working. <laughs> Isn't that just most tech problems? Um, <laughs> why does yeah. X and Y not work? <laughs> X gonna give it to you. Oh. So a next the next topic today is Activision. <laughs> So, the Crash Team Racing game, a game that I hold close to my heart from the PlayStation 1 days, uh, as, does our, as does our friend Kieran, who is much younger than me, so, you know. Um, he's actually bought it, he's been playing it, I think. <laughs> yeah, that explains why he's not been about. Um, so, they've basically decided, with their remaster slash remake of Crash Team Racing... To throw in a store, basically. And it looks basically like the Fortnite store. That if that wasn't on. bad enough, it had a currency. Which, you know what that means. 
Yeah. However, on launch, there was no way to buy the currency with real money. It was simply something you got in game, which, you know, I could be like, all right, whatever. But now what they've gone and done is, and to no one's surprise, quite frankly, if you follow anything in the games industry, you know Activision are just, well, (laughs) there's no words to describe it in a PG manner, really. Um, They like making money. Greedy, I think, is the good term. They like making lots and lots of money. Um, They've now dumped post-launch microtransactions in, so the game's already launched and gone gold and released, and now with that store and that currency, they've now made it possible to buy said currency. Using phrases like giving players the choice and to supplement their coins. And it's like, uh, you're so full of rubbish, Activision. You are utterly full of rubbish. Like, (laughs) I am being as PG as I can here without just going on an absolute rant. But, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so yep they were like hey we've remade this game <laughs> let's add microtransactions let's make it for the modern gaming world giving players the choice you have the choice you have the choice and I choose to not spend you, the money Pikachu oh. <laughs> that's boring and then of course there's another topic in the games industry as well <laughs> Rockstar North have evaded tax in the UK for a decade and then still got the tax relief for video game companies in the UK because the video game company uh, the video game industry in the UK is massive so the government actually give companies in that industry grants based on certain factors such as are they in the UK and things like that Rockstar still claimed all those benefits (laughs) while not paying any tax in the UK Oh, by the That's way, just business. That tax relief, that that tax relief money they get is paid by the taxpayers. By the way, <laughs> hello, I'm a taxpayer. Yeah, that, that I am saying that that money actually comes out the taxpayers' pocket, so they've not paid any tax, and then got a load of money out of tax. <laughs> so. Hmm. That was fun. Um, and then on top of that, our UK MPs, the bunch of wonderful people they are, uh, have decided to rule that loot boxes are not gambling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not great, is it? Like, hello? <laughs> yeah. Is anyone up there? <laughs> do do did <laughs> no, no. Did, did EA's marketing team when they were like, oh, we called them surprise mechanics? <laughs> like, did yeah, they, they really got them? Did excited did, did they sit there and go, oh, surprise mechanics? Oh, oh, that sounds fun. Like, come on, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, the, government, the British government loves a good surprise. It's a surprise when they turn up to work. Uh, there you go. This show's going to get quite political, considering another piece of news, which is new UK Home Secretary wants to end. End to end encryption. Yeah. <laughs> Why can't we have nice things, Britain? 
<laughs> Why? Just please stop. <laughs> Someone send me help, please. Actually, this is a little bit of a sidetrack from the sheer lunacy that is the British government. On on a on a more peaceful note, I am a Muppet. I was wondering why one machine had two IPs. Then I realised it had a dual nick in it. So nice. No wonder they don't trust me with enterprise grade hardware normally. Because I'm a flipping idiot. That's the end of this PSA. <laughs> Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I'm you... Morgan Freeman. This is why you listen to us, folks. Because <laughs> yep. Tom's an idiot. Yep. Speaking of this server is... problems, what about earlier? Oh, God. A log oh, file yeah. oh. that was 400 gigabytes in size. Yeah, that was a quite a... Um... That was fun. <laughs> Haven't we only got like 500 gig? We literally like, have like 450 gig of storage, yeah. I did offer to drive to France and lend them some hard drive. <laughs> I have several hard drive of all varieties. Well, I have IDE. We actually have we have two SSDs in it, technically. Both oh, around so 450, in... but they're in a RAID. Um, a RAID. Yeah, well, you, we can have them as two separate things. But you'd rather have them in a RAID for redundancy, obviously. But um, having them in two separate drives, uh, the server software didn't like... Uh, the, the, all the server stuff didn't like... It, it basically went on the really small partition, and then the rest of the space was for everything else. But the problem was, all the files and everything was going on the tiny partition, including the SQL files. Mm, and it yeah. was such a pain in the ass that I just went, nah, we'll just have it in a RAID. We'll just have it as a 450 gig singular, well, you know, singular accessible data. See, I, I had a, a weird one last night. So where I was working on Raspberry Pi stuff, I, yes, life pro tip, do not try imaging and setting up bloody open hab starting at two o'clock in the morning because I was up till half three waiting for a Raspberry Pi to image and then for its update. And then for it to install the software. And then it still didn't work because I forgot to do the last four lines of terminal stuff. <laughs> basically activated the damn server. Nice. So I did everything bar turn it on. <laughs> idea that was. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it was that bad. Too, too fine. Also, um, in some uh, podcast news for our podcast, um, oh, I can officially announce right now on this podcast. Oh, is it what I think it is? We are now on Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. We are on Spotify, and we also found out today that we are on Apple Podcasts, too. I would like to apologise right now to Spotify for bringing the standard of your platform down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm literally going to do a live tweet to our Twitter now. We we are on Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! It is official. That is oh. exciting. <laughs> that is Sorry, that is actually really exciting. I'm following our own podcast. <laughs> there we go. 
I found out something in um, Mike's in Windows Disk Manager yesterday. Oh, so where I was struggling with SD cards at like two a.m. Um, I'd install an OS, and then delete all the volumes because um, the software I use to make to like write ISOs and things to SD cards is Etcher. I've killed several USBs writing um, install drives using Etcher. Well, no, I've not. I've not killed them. They actually still work for the OS, but I can never use them for anything else now. But um, in when you're creating a new volume on a disk, um, there is an option in there to create a new RAID five volume. I didn't even know that like Windows could do RAID without without an actual physical RAID card. Uh, but don't get me started on RAID cards because I have a problem with the one in my server and it is very annoying. <laughs> I, I have, the thing is, the OS is installed. I've got um, Windows Server Edition 2012 R2 installed on a 72 gig SAS drive, which is okay. If I want to run like any, I've actually filled that up by trying to run Overwatch on that drive. Because there is like something wrong with the RAID card, I cannot use the other three drives that I have. I've pulled them from the system, but that is the only system I have that uses SAS. Everything else in this building is SATA. Except for, I think I have like four motherboards that are dead that have IDE, but. Let's not go back to those days. That was scary. So I literally have another 72 gig and two 146 gig SAS drives that I cannot use because the RAID card's dead. It is kind of tempting to pull the 72 gig drive out, put the 146 gig in and try running Ubuntu server on it or something. Because I did want to run a modded Minecraft server on this one so me and Vat could play together. So I might do that once we finish recording, but I'll I'll have to decide whether I can be bothered with that. I still need to fix the boss's PC as well. <laughs> <sighs> so much to do. So little flipping time to do it in. I know your pain. I imagine yeah. it's going to be the same for me when I get back into uni. It'll be mostly focused on the uh, the course rather than my like kind of outside projects. But I'm hoping to. God, imagine having the patience to do uni. Oh, oh, it's uh, it can be hard going, but if you're dedicated enough, you'll get through it. But I uh, whether there was just a spider on my foot or whether my foot had a spasm. Either way, it felt really weird. Did not appreciate. <laughs> oh dear. Well, uh, another little topic we have on our thing. I like this, by the way. I like this little kind of going off on tangents. I feel like that really yeah. well, encompasses I, our podcast. Uh, I felt like. We've got through the entire list very, very quickly. So I thought we'll take this opportunity to speak about what we are currently doing with what we have. The, the problem is the end-to-end encryption stuff and the UKMP stuff is all very political and we're not a political podcast. So we're not, yeah, we're... We're not going to be sharing our political views here. Um, except we can anyway. tell you that they're wrong in the particular case of these two 
news stories like why end end doing encryption yes it helps the police by not having it but it makes everything you have insecure as you might as well just leave your front door unlocked every night it's the same principle basically we're not in canada we can't do that (laughs) so you know we can't we can't just like you know you might as well just say well everyone needs to leave their doors open too it's easier for the police to get into the house like, well, of course it is, but yeah. let's be honest, end-to-end encryption is great, but I'm sure you don't need a back-end thing to get in if you really, really wanted to anyway, because let's be honest, nothing is unhackable. <laughs> Someone will find a way. It's even getting to where, like, um, some people out there are developing technologies to alter, like, brainwave patterns in people. Yeah, that's scary. Literally, Don't literally like that. humans are becoming hackable. Don't like that. <laughs> I love technology, but... Uh, the integration of the human body is where it gets a little bit weird for me. I mean, like, sort of... Some things, like... Our highly advanced prosthetics and all that sort of thing, kind of like... Not like where you're doing it for body augmentation, like in uh, Deus Ex. Brilliant game series. Do like it. Just, um, I don't think I'd ever want to have, like, parts of myself augmented or have, like, a computer chip in my brain, because that would just be pretty damn weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not a... <sighs> not a fan. Not a fan. As uh, much as I love the IT world, I do not want to become the IT world. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, I'd rather be separated from that in a way, you know? Because, oh, there's just all sorts of, yeah, all sorts Weirdness. of weird stuff comes in with that sort of thing. So I'd rather... Uh... I'll have you know I studied ethics and philosophy, so meh. <laughs> Perfect for me. No. Fi- finally, someone found, a degree, someone found a use for that. Um... <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It's uh, it's scary to think where technology's going in that regard, I think. Thankfully, human experimentation is outlawed. Yes. That by is the true. United Nations. That is true. But... Gotta love good old UN. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's, uh, let's the hope not it... so United Nations. Let's, uh, let's just hope it stays that way, to be honest. Yeah, the UN slightly different to the other two-letter thing. <laughs> the UK. The UK, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, man, I'm still Life psyched on Spotify. Burridge is, like, stoked about this. I am happy because all my new toys arrived today, yeah. and then... We're having a good day. Oh. We're having a good day. One of them's going okay, one of them's just flashing disco lights at me, and the <laughs> other one's the wrong type of connector, so... Rip. Hoggers! But there you go. That means I can just put these in a drawer for now. My... GLC-SX-MMs, 30... Uh, 1301-02, uh, class 1... Yeah, this is probably going to mean something to someone out there. Uh, they're basically... Fiber adapters for one gig internet from my switch to a router, but 
That's okay, because uh, the routers aren't going to be arriving for like another couple of weeks anyway. Because the yes. person I'm talking to on Reddit is, is on holiday. <laughs> so, like, legit, I, I posted on a post on the Home Lab subreddit, like, oh, I might be interested in some of these switches that you're looking at selling for a CCNA lab. And I got a message off someone, well, I'm, I'm selling some of these. Um, I'm like, cool. Uh, let me know. They were like, just make me an offer. I was like, a fiver for like, they've got two routers for sales. I'm like, a fiver each. And they're like, yeah, cool. I'll work out shipping. Because it's from, I think it's from an actual French, like, oh, I don't even, possibly French, judging from their English. Or lack of completely accurate English. Um, And it looks like they're actually from a, company that handles quite a bit of data because they've got well, old servers they're getting rid of but they ain't worth the bloody shipping price but yes I, I, I just love my enterprise grade hardware I just don't have the space for much of it sadly sad dudes doop, doop. speaking of which I need to harass Prazam about those uh, servers he was talking about <laughs> to me wait what what what's uh, some of the servers that's being de decommissioned at his work. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, if they're like big ones, then it's probably going to be like A, difficult to get them, and B, difficult to store them. But that Supermicro one he was talking about might be a good shout because I think it's technically a thin client. Ooh. Yeah. Exciting things. Exciting times. I really went off on a tangent there. <laughs> you you covered like six minutes of the show on your own there. Yeah. I don't, okay. No, I like this. I like I like this. I like the. I I like the less structured format. I feel like it works better for us as yeah. we are because we Cause... we just find topics and then we just talk about them anyway. So. The 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 lists we have are mostly just like kind of talking points. And then we just sort of talk about them for a while. Which is also why we didn't want it to be long shows either, because we do like to tangent a lot and just go off yeah. on tangents. So I could talk for hours. <laughs> if Burridge let me, but he won't. No. That would be boring as hell for everyone to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm going to sort of loop back to the beginning of the show a bit here. Now. Yeah. I want, to, I want to talk to you, Burridge. So you, you like your Linux. I like I do. I'm still a bit of a novice, but uh same. But I I I love the fact that I can literally sit here not have to interact with the mouse and just type in everything I need in terminal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can do that with Windows, but it's far more annoying. And updating it is nice and easy. It's literally sudo apt get update and sudo apt get upgrade. It's it's very quick. Uh, it doesn't use a lot of RAM because obviously the server side of things, it's just running core functionality. Uh, so, you know, you, you don't have all the GUIs like you yeah. uh, have on Windows and all the extra... Oh. Would you call it shovelware that Microsoft mm. just throw into Windows? Bloatware. Bloatware, yes. Because shovelware, shovelware is a term where they just literally shovel it in, right? So I mean, I guess it's also uh, quite shovely. But uh, yes. Um, so if you were, uh, would you ever be tempted into uh, a Linux like 
not like switching to, but just having like something that runs Linux so you can do like dev work on and something. See, I wanted it. I wanted a Unix-based system for like on the go. Because boy, do I have a recommendation for you. Oh, it's only on. fifty-four pounds. Uh huh. It doesn't run full Linux. It has to run a different version because it runs on an ARM processor. Is it Raspberry Pi 4 gig? It's capable of 4K 60. Is it the Raspberry Pi 4 gig edition? Yes, it is, actually. Uh, yes. The thing is, because it is such a low-voltage PC, you can actually run it off of some of the higher-end anchor um, like battery packs you can buy off Amazon. Yeah. Uh, so all you'd need is like a portable screen mm -hmm. and a briefcase. You could build yourself a laptop. I mean, there was also a company out there that did a while ago a Pi laptop where you bought the Pi and then you just, it became a laptop. But the actual like kit for that was two hundred pounds. Oh God, no! Two hundred and fifty pounds. See, I've just recently had. I recently just got a new laptop actually, because um, yeah. obviously going back into uni in September, I needed something a little bit quicker than what I was used to, and have been using, and a little bit smaller, not a lot smaller. Just a little bit smaller. So I've gone from a 15.6-inch HP Pavilion laptop, uh, which I had to put an SSD in myself because it only had a 5400 RPM 1TB drive. Yuck, by the way. Um, that is now with my mother, and she's using it, so she's had an upgrade. And I have had an upgrade. I don't have the 1TB drive anymore, but I only use it for uni and dev work and writing. So I have a 256-gig SSD in it. Yeah. Um, a 256 SSD, SSD, sorry. SSD. SSD. Um, and it is a Ryzen 2500U processor. Uh, yeah. Along with its Vega graphics chip. Uh, so I could run games on it. Uh, but I it, literally, it's my work laptop. And it's a 14-inch laptop. The name is what amuses me the most. It's oh, a Lenovo. Lenovo. And it's the Lenovo Yoga 530. <laughs> Which, by the way, I can recommend because it's a two-in-one, and I'm not a big fan of touchscreen laptops because you get your fingerprints all over the screen. So I'm probably going to get myself the pen, but dirty fingers. But um, yeah, it's a really nice laptop. It is so bloody quick. Like, like how yoga amuses you. Well, I think it amuses me because when you put it into tablet mode, it's literally like in a yoga position. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, that's probably where the name came yeah, from. Yeah, but I don't know, it just amused me. It was like the Lenovo Yoga. It's as close to any sort of physical activity I'm ever doing, so <laughs> I'm doing yoga with my laptop. <laughs> Except my laptop's doing all the yoga. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm drinking a lot today because... Uh, not alcohol. Uh, <laughs> I'm drinking a lot of water today because... Uh, my voice is a little bit shot, so I'm, like, trying to just keep drinking to stop myself, like, losing my voice entirely. But, uh, yeah, uh, I don't think there's anything else we really need to talk about this week, is there, really? No, I've just taken apart my wireless access point, <laughs> by the way. I'm sure um, we'll learn next week how that goes. Uh, yes. <laughs> for our 10th episode, oh my god. Actually, I figured out why it's so heavy. It's actually entirely metal-framed. Oh. The whole thing... So basically, it's got a big thermal pad mm -hmm. to transfer the heat. And then the entire frame... So the Wi-Fi antenna is 
like set in part of the casting. Yeah. And then the entire frame is the heatsink for the processor on this wireless access point. Okay, that's all I wanted to know. <laughs> I take things apart a lot. It's pretty bad, but it's pretty fun. It's what I like. Nice. It's what got me into computers in the first place. All right. All right. Cool. I think, that's it. I think we'll end there then. Uh, I have been Tom. And I have been Burridge. And you have and been listening. Been... Oh. oh. <laughs> no. Not this again. Okay. All right. <laughs> And you have been listening to Burridge and Tom sort of talk about tech, go off on tangents for like a bit. <laughs> then I take apart a Cisco Air Lap 1142N. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Exciting. <laughs> Thank you very much. And goodbye. Ta ra. Tally ho.